What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? This is a podcast. Yeah, and we read things because we do that on the show. And we do from newspapers. Newspaper love. Or noobs, as I call them. Yeah, we're we're trying new shorthand. Uh noobs. Uh I say yeah. love instead of love. Yeah, yeah. We read noobs arts about love. <laughs> wow, we found our intro. <laughs> um welcome this is called human seeking human my name is zandy what up zandy my name is liz hi liz how are you mm. we've had a lot of catching up today so yeah. it's it's good we're back we're back we know each other again which means that this was going to go really well and really smoothly i feel um, happy like, you do i'm glad yeah i went i went in like traveling and stuff and i feel like I missed friends, you know? I didn't get to see any of my friends when I was in Boston, which was sad. And, you know, I still don't have too many in-person friends here in L.A. But I really missed, like, just catching up and hearing about your life and telling you about mine. It's just been really nice. So I'm happy. Agreed. Me too. This is a perfect, like, return. Because, yeah, I just got back too. And then uh, this is something that... I missed because yeah, I there and there was a lot to talk about for sure um, from both of us about our trips. So we had a lot of updates, and it was just really nice to be back and on track again. It felt like we and got I had off lobster track. ravioli. Oh, Sorry. I don't like that, but I had some French Sorry. fries at least. I had a uh, lot of freedom fries. I had a lot of freedom fries. I had a lot of freedom fries uh, on my trip. So um, That's I good. did have I did have Old Bay. So there's this, it's, it's this beer in Baltimore. Uh, my friend Marina, like, suggested I try. So the first day I was there, we went to um, uh, the Wharf Rat in Baltimore. Like, it sounds, it's exactly like it sounds, this kind of place, the Wharf Rat. And I had a, a shot of rye followed by, like, a, a beer called N- Natural Bohemian. And it's, like, a very Baltimore thing. And I was, like, overwhelmed. And she just like forced it. But then you can have this. It's called a Botini. And it's the Natty Bow with like a. um, I swear this is relevant to your lobster rolls. uh, With uh, Old Bay seasoning as a rim. Instead of like a salt rim. It's like Old Bay seasoning (laughs) on the glass. And it was unique. And very Baltimore. And very East Coast. Oh no. No, you don't like. Do you not like Old Bay? I don't mind it. Well, I don't drink. See, here's yeah. the thing. You don't eat lobster and I don't drink, so we can't yeah, so. really. But I also Googled <laughs> <We're> it. Tri- <laughs> yeah, how'd and it I'm go? Really, it, it's pretty gross. What Do they put something on top of it? Like when I'm seeing it, I'm seeing pictures and they, there's something on top of it. On top of it's a, the Botini? Like there's like the Bohemian beer and then there's the Old base seasoning yeah. and then there's like something else on top. On top. Oh, I see that. Ew, what is that? I don't know. Oh, it looks it like looks not crab vegan. meat. It's crab meat, I think. That's disgusting. <gasps> oh my okay, god. Okay, that's no, never mind. Okay, we're on the same page now. That's gross. Okay. Um anyway, that was our that So was I'm our sorry. Intro. If um, it, actually I'm sure it's probably really good if you're the kind of person who likes <laughs> savory drinks. But I'm not nothing. I don't put seasoning in my drinks. I don't drink 
beer. That's how I feel about your lobster rolls where I'm like, yeah, if you're an unethical person, I bet you love it. I don't. <laughs> you know kidding. what? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'll accept it. that. Listen, my ethics go out the window when it comes to like a good lobster roll. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> no, they say, what would you do, do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Ask me what I would do for a good lobster roll. I'm not going to ask stuff. you that because I don't want to know. <laughs> so good. Um, and they have no – I found out the reason that lobster is not good on the West Coast. Sorry. That lobster is not as good on the West Coast is it's a totally different kind of lobster and it doesn't even have claws. It's like what? a skinny little lobster with no claws. Yeah. It's a warm water lobster, and East Coast has cold water lobsters, and they're thick and juicy and delicious, and they have big claws that are so delicious. No, they're not. They should not be eaten. Um, <laughs> don't eat them. I more for me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> more for Liz. Everyone, don't eat lobsters. Um, to be fair, I think the world would be a better place if you were the only person in the world that ate lobsters. So, like, you know, that would be a good compromise. I'd be like, hey, if everyone stopped eating but you, I'd I'd actually approve of that. I'd be like, great. It's not ideal, but it's a start. Um, I feel like Because then once you're dead, like, no one's eating lobsters, right? Sandy wants me dead. No, that's not what I meant. Like, 80 years from now. 80 years. I think that's a pretty good timeline. 80 years. That's not what I was saying. No, I said. Sandy wants me dead. This is this is taking quite the turn. I'm so sorry. Welcome to Human Seeking Human, a podcast where we read old newspaper articles and see how humans connect. <laughs> and try to connect ourselves and fail with each other. Um, I have an honest, not an honest ad. That's not what these are called. I have a dream date for you. And this one, I know last week's was not nice to you. You did not like mm-hmm. it. But this one is trying to, to make up for it. This is from the Boston Globe, Boston, Massachusetts. May 15th, 1994. Classy, attractive, has spring fever. Single white female, 40s, loves theater, Red Sox, and summer sunsets. Seeks professional, non-smoking, single or divorced white man, 38 to 48. Did I redeem myself? Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Thank you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I dig it. Is there anything in particular that stood out to you? The Red Sox. Anything else? Anything else in there? Summer sunset. Theater. I don't know. All of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classy. Attractive. Exactly what you deserve. Oh, thank you. I wasn't even fishing for that compliment. Yeah. Wow. You deserve the best, including a Red Sox fan. Uh, actually, my girlfriend is... Uh, LA Dodgers fan. And okay, me too. So I respect I almost it. like seriously almost broke up with her when I was like, well, our kids are going to be Red Sox fans. And she was like, why? <laughs> what kind of response is that? I mean, if you have a choice between the Dodgers and the Red Sox, Red Sox, I'm going to pick your team because of no, I don't know if I can even say that with a straight face. I. You know what? At, the thing is, you can be, be a fan of both. They're not rivals. Mm-hmm. They're completely they're completely different divisions. They rarely play each other. It's so it's not even 
Like it's so different. Those two. That's how I feel like yeah, Red Sox are D one and Dodgers are the freshman team. <laughs> Not even JV. Um, history disagrees, but that's okay. Um, recent history. Stop living in the past. Well, in the present, same thing. They're on at least similar levels, I would say. I don't know, though. You know what? I think that we should all get along. Dodgers fans, Reds fans, Red Sox fans. I'm going to throw Yankees fans in there, even though you're definitely going to disagree with that one. I think we should all get along here. Um, this is a sports podcast now. And love, love the, the love the sport of baseball and what it means for America, for our hot dogs. Um, I had a vegan hot dog today. It was wonderful. I put Dijon mustard on it, so it wasn't very American. But, um, you know, you mean sports, mustard? baseball, freedom mustard. Um, I had it on a Liberty bun instead of a hot dog bun. I had it on a Liberty bun. <sighs> Go America, go baseball. Very patriotic here. We love sports. That's what the show's all been all about these past forty-two episodes. Okay. Anyway, where were we? I believe it's my turn, and I will go. Now. I'm relieved that you're going, so that we don't have to talk anymore about things. A refined widow from the east of a lively disposition, wishes to form the acquaintance of a wealthy, elderly gentleman with a view of matrimony. Confidential. So, just like what you asked me, what in this ad made you think of me or what stood out to you the most in regards to When me? I think Alex Schieffer, my mind immediately goes, oh, he's a wealthy, elderly gentleman. Like, that's mm-hmm. sort of where my mind goes straight. And then also, I like the idea that she's looking for a view of matrimony, but confidential, like a secret wedding. I think that's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. I've been a part of one of those. Not getting married, but I was a part, watched a a secret wedding um, before. It was secret at the time. Um, I don't know if it's still secret, so I'm not going to say it, what it was, but um, yeah. I, I, uh, we, secret, I'd be a part like, of that. Like a real wedding? Like that was a secret because other people couldn't know? Um, It wasn't that they couldn't know. It was more like secret wedding in that it was a for the legal aspect of it mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. before the actual ceremony. So like people shouldn't know that yeah, it happened yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of at the time. Like it wasn't like a bad thing. It was also these two people were already engaged when it happened. So it wasn't yeah. like, but it was like they. Well, had it's to like rush their courthouse the wedding, but not their ceremonial wedding. Yes, yeah. exactly. And they didn't want people who were coming to the ceremony to know, like, hey, this courthouse mm-hmm. wedding already happened. So technically, what you're watching is a sham because it wasn't yeah. a sham. That's not how that works. Um, and then people won't bring you gold and furs as wedding presents. True, 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 true. Vegan furs, fake furs, yes. Um, and vegan gold. And vegan gold, which is very hard to come by. Um, most of it, usually it's made from like lobster husk. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, which, yeah, man. Anyway, I'm glad I brought us back to that one. Um, yeah. So anyway, secret weddings are fun. And uh, I think I respect them. And I wouldn't mind being a part of one. Um as myself, but I'm also not in a rush to be a part of a secret wedding. 
so I don't know if this person's the one for me. I'm also okay. not rich or elderly. elderly? Hmm. I don't know if I'd consider, and also I don't know what year this was, but I feel like I am not a gentleman in this person's eyes. Um, 1903. Yeah, I don't think I'm a 1903 gentleman. I don't know if I'm even a 2021 gentleman because if people are telling me I'm a gentleman, I'm like, they're probably like 70 years old. So, and I'm like, I don't want to be with someone who calls me like, oh, you're such a gentleman. It's like, I'm the bad boy of podcasting, please. Please. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I don't like, that was the loudest you've laughed on the show, and I'm <laughs> taking offense to that. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, it is what it is. Speaking of gentlemanly behavior, I have a uh, textual encounter, which is like an "I saw you ad misconnection." Uh, this one is from. Cincinnati, actually very recently, a Cincinnati um, Craigslist post. Love that. Yeah. So this is is current and this was from like the other day. Uh, Here we go. Happy birthday, Denise. You gave me a blowjob in the park restroom. You told me your birthday. I told you mine. When is it? Hit me up. (gasps) That's it. Um, <laughs> I want to know how long ago the blowjob happened. Like, was it like, oh, my birthday's tomorrow, and then they remembered, mm. or was it like, oh, my birthday's in eight months, and then that person waited eight months, and then was like, oh yeah, it's Denise's birthday. <laughs> True, actually, that's a good point. Um, I feel like also this is the wrong time to post it because I feel like on your birthday is like the last time you're gonna the not the like time for you to go onto the craigslist misconnections you know yeah also the fact that this kind of stuff happens without any other exchanging of no 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 no. the fact that this happens with this specific exchange of information name first name and birthday and presumably that's it no phone number no last name because you just look them up i assume um, no phone number, no Snapchat, no Instagram, no nothing. Just literally first name and birthday. Like, what do you work at? Like the county records office, so that you can like find their birth certificate, and that's how you. Do- I don't know. I don't understand. I feel like what happened was Denise w- was like, "What's your name?" and they told. Denise, their name, and then Denise was like, I'm Denise, when's your birthday? And they told them their birthday, and they were like, oh, this is my birthday. And then they were like, what's your social security number? What's your mother's maiden name? What's the password you use most frequently? You know, but it's like, I told you my birthday, dude. Why won't you tell me your mother's maiden name? (laughs) That's actually, you know what? Maybe, Maybe he did tell her all of this stuff, actually. Maybe. And maybe that's why Denise is not responding. Denise has just took off and took, Denise took is the now passwords and the money and is that person living, living large. Living living large. And this person hasn't even noticed yet, hasn't checked bank statements or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh no, how embarrassing. And they're just them. like happy birthday and they're gonna try to buy Denise a gift and just walk around the city to give it to Denise, but 
their card gets declined and mm. then they find out. Oof. Or maybe they know and they just don't care. They're like, I, as long as we end up in a park restroom again, you can have mm-hmm. all of my passwords. I don't care. Park? Which also, um, like, uh, amusement park, uh, state park, or playground? Um, hopefully not playground. Ho- actually, hopefully not any of... Actually, I don't know. State park um, is the only good Oh, option. I see. I, I actually have the exact park. Miami <laughs> Meadows Park. It says there. Um... It, it I've never been there. I don't even know where the Miami Township, Ohio. Um, oh no, it's a I've dog park. This, there is a dog park there. There's a lot there. A lot of pictures of kids playing sports. So, um, yeah, just oh, and a, geese. Fair warning to everybody. And dogs, dog park. Oh no, no, I'm looking at all these pictures of like little kids on this at this park. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. I'm so sorry. Um, but there's a nice lake though, so that's good. <laughs> for denise what if they met at the park or that's where like if that's where i don't know who knows maybe they were just watching their kids soccer games they're bored and they're like hey let's uh, uh. or maybe they met somewhere else and we're like okay let's go to the park mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. possibly and, you know what we don't have to guess we're i assume that they're listeners so they're gonna write in any day now um, to tell us Certainly. the truth, so we'll we'll update you all later about this. So thank you everyone for listening to our our theories, but don't worry, you'll find the truth out sooner or later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the meantime, <clears throat> I have to tell you a way back when, please, which is an interesting article that we found from way back when. Um, this one's not so far back; it's 1992. Um, and it's from the four hour time though. So Mm -hmm. what? Neither of us were born then. So, oh, before our times, I thought you said for our times. And I was like, time zone, time zone. Anyway, (laughs) sorry. I'm not okay. The evening sun, Hanover, Pennsylvania, June 11th, 1992. But the story comes from the associated press and it talks about Manila in the Philippines. Um, and I actually found this story because I was looking for articles about apparently um, there's like a lot of talk of witches and vampires in the Philippines. Um, and so I was trying to find articles about that, but I haven't found any that are really good. And I really liked this one. So I'll keep looking. But if you if you have any stories about Filipino cryptids, I'd love to hear them. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My girlfriend's Filipino, so that's why I have a little bit of an extra interest. Anyway. She's also a cryptid. She is also a cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, when we're not sure which vampire, Bigfoot, moth, woman. Um, but she's something for sure. Maybe the Loveland frog woman. Perhaps. Perhaps. That's near me. That's near me. There you go. Maybe. Well, I'm... I'm more of a puck wedgie than anything because I'm what from is that? Massachusetts. The um, what's it called? The something triangle in Massachusetts has all these. Uh, shoot, what is it called? Um, the something triangle. Hold on, 
I have to look it up. Yep. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. Puck wedgies are cryptids that are found in the Bridgewater Triangle, which is in Massachusetts. And um, I actually think that it's pretty pretty legit because I did see something that I can't explain one time in um, Dover that I found out later there's like always been rumors of the Dover demon. Don't worry about it. But puck wedgies are human-like creatures and they're like little creatures that are mischievous apparently and i do think they come from um i think wampanoag wampanoag folklore um which is like there's like a lot of really interesting indigenous history in massachusetts cool okay anyway interesting i've never heard of that cool yeah sorry 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 I, i derailed us okay this article is titled extraterrestrials don't like drunks Manila, Philippines. Reporters joined the members of the extraterrestrial club to greet visitors from outer space, but did not see anything because, the organizers explained, some of the reporters were drunk. Aliens do not like drunks. Since last week, hundreds have been gathering near Laguna de Bay Lake, southeast of Manila, to communicate with ships from intergalactic fleets that supposedly drop by the Philippines from time to time to commiserate with Earthlings. This was to have been sort of an Earth Plus Summit. The return of the intergalactic fleet is latest in a series of bizarre reports which have drawn attention from more mundane happenings, such as the fact that Congress has still not counted all the ballots from the presidential race more than a month after the election. Other recent press reports have included a vampire running loose in the streets of Manila and a man who got pregnant in Mindanao Island. Late Tuesday, a group of reporters showed up at a rendezvous point near the lake to see the spaceships for themselves, but no ships nor strange lights in the sky appeared. What happened was there were drunks in the media, explained actor Roy Alvarez, who calls himself an ET contactee. They don't like drunks. According to Alvarez, spacemen are sensitive to vibes. He cautioned a television reporter not to point his finger at the sky because something negative comes out. Better to crook the finger, he explained. The space visitors may be a bit prissy and discriminating in their choice of company, but Alvarez insists they're really nice guys. They want the people to be casual with them and not be feared, Alvarez says. They want to be treated as brothers. What? Oh my gosh, what a wild roller coaster of a an article and it, i like that it just seemed very like matter of fact yeah it wasn't I like thought the oh, funniest let's, thing let's is bullshit. they say um since last week hundreds have been gathering to communicate with ships from the intergalactic fleet that supposedly drops by the philippines from time to time to commiserate with earthlings not to like communicate or you know work together like they're just like showing out. up like oh dude how have you been because i have been stressed let me tell you the ship is such a pain in the ass to keep clean and the captain is kind of a bitch about it um i wanted to come down earlier but there was like a drunk and i was like it's just one drunk but you know he's got like his thing so we couldn't come down <laughs> 
I am so glad that I have this vision now of just these, yeah, aliens like just yeah, broing out, shooting the shit, Trace's just over brothers. A, a nice iced tea or something. I don't know, just like hanging out and having a time having a time it is rude to point also like they were saying like don't point directly at them like duh this is good yeah yeah it's like what what are you gonna do like what you shouldn't do that just in general like i don't know someone lands in your city on like an airplane you're not gonna be like look look at that point 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 like oh come on i did that courtesy the whole time i was in lax i was just pointing Mm -hmm. at people when they came off the airplane yeah that's not okay been a real jerk yeah, you were. You were. And the problem is the aliens know you did that now, so you'll never see an alien. Oh, bummer. You've, and you have no one to blame but yourself. I have no, no one, one to, to commiserate with. No, that's true, too. <laughs> okay, I've got a way back when, too. Uh, this one is from Boston Globe, Boston, Massachusetts, June 7th, 1876. And it is an advertisement. There's no image, um, but it is an ad. Uh, it's for a patent that uh from hw johns Let's see what hw has for us in terms of patents hw <laughs> sorry that was important don't worry no don't apologize for saying that it was much needed asbestos paints are unexcelled in richness of color and beauty of finish and are especially adapted for villas cottages etc all colors mixed, ready for the brush, in pails, kegs, and barrels. Send for sample cards and circulars. So, we got asbestos paint back in 1876, which asbestos is not I'm wondering what a circular is. I don't know. Um, a paint circular. Maybe maybe it's like a, uh, like it has a, a, a circle and it has a like a sample like a specific sample but the circular maybe has like multiple colors on it i just made that up um when i googled paint circular it came up with uh people painting circles no so that wasn't helpful um but yeah all these uh i kind of like all the the the, yeah i bet it's like a circular like a circulating like a a pamphlet or something Mm, yeah 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 but I love paint paint chips. Like every time I go to Home Depot, I walk out with like a hundred different colors of like the paint things. And I never mm-hmm. do anything with them, but I'm always convinced that I'm going to. I saw some TikTok. You still have them? Because I saw some TikToks about what you can do with those. Like people have made. I saw someone who walked in back to the Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever it was wearing a dress made of those. Only those. And it was quite impressive and it looked really good um she's like yeah walking in for uh uh her interview in the paint department <laughs> she was wearing all these like paint uh sample that's things so. so cool oh my god i yeah. just found i gotta it. start sending it's you gorgeous. those TikToks. oh you found it okay wow paint sample dress find that uh because it's yeah there's some cool ones um but yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. You couldn't sit down in it though. Next time I see a TikTok about that, um, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it your way. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. You're so welcome. Last time I was at Home Depot, I got one of those little 
little things of paint, the like samples where it's like an actual little can of paint. It's like $4 or something. What? I didn't know you could do that. It's like sample. So it's cheap. Yeah. And then this color is called kiss and tell, but then I just use it cause I'm not painting a, a room, you know? So I just use it to paint little accents. Yeah. That's smart. I'm wicked smart. What can I say? I'm from Boston. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. I should have gone to Harvard, but. Was that pretty good? Wicked smart. Mm. No? Wicked smart. Pretty smart. Pretty smart. Wicked. It's like in the back of the throat, I think. Wicked smart. Wicked, wicked smart. Yeah, back yeah, that was better. Was that better? Smart. Okay. okay. You're going to okay. pack the car down and have it. If you're smart, you're not going to pack in Boston at all. You're going to take it. Oh, my God. That was scary in a good way. I'm just, Whoa. I've never heard you do that. My grandma has a Boston accent. Not like this, but she has a Boston accent. Time for me to read an honest ad. Uh, here we go. It's titled Boy Seeking Wisdom. Mm. It might seem cliche, but I have a crush on one of my best friends. I have no idea what to do because I've always been more introverted in life, so I don't know how to handle my feelings in a situation like this. Another wrench in the gears is that we have a really tight friend group, and a relationship might ruin that for everyone. Two people in the group started dating a few months ago, and it's really changed the whole dynamic, and I don't want to change it any further and mess it up for all of my friends. In short, I am a boy who wants the wisdom to be able to know what to do with these feelings I've been given. Um, and I do have of you because something a very wise thing that uh, a friend of mine said recently was um, that like in a situation like this when you have feelings for someone that's a friend of yours that relationship has already changed mm -hmm. just by you having those feelings it's it's so acting on them will could change things in a different way but that's already been changed. The relationship has been altered. Your friend group has been altered. Maybe not for them. Maybe they're not noticing it right away or right now. But based on your feelings and how these feelings are in your life and how they're affecting you, your relationship with this friend has changed already. Um, and I don't know all of the details here, but um, I would understand if you're afraid to... Um, act on them or afraid to take another step or to be honest about these feelings. But um, if you don't, you're going to be scared about having them without talking about them. So either way, there's this fear involved. There's this just uncertainty um, unless you just kind of be honest with about your feelings. No one can blame you for how you feel. You know, that's not something how you act on it and how you react to either getting rejected or um, getting accepted or however you want to put it, um, how you react to that, they can blame you for. But no one can blame you for having these feelings. So if you just say you have these feelings and are honest with these people and this person about the feelings you have, no one can blame you for that um, because these feelings aren't just going to disappear just like that. So. Yeah. I think you, it, it, the person who wrote this said something really interesting in saying um, the feelings that they've been given. Because mm -hmm. it is like sometimes you're given feelings that you don't even really want to deal deal with, you know? <laughs> but uh, but the like what you were saying, like you've already been given them, you know, and, and that changes things. And just do 
what feels right and don't be an asshole. If yeah, you know, just and it, yeah. like I think that something that can be scary with especially having mutual friends is like, oh, what's gonna happen, you know? But I think just ask yourself, am I and the person that I like, are we emotionally mature enough to like not make this change in our relationship other people's like I don't want to say other people's problem but just recognize that there's boundaries right so if someone is really really close with both of you and you're having problems just recognize that like that person probably can't take your side and condemn the other person they might be just a neutral third party which can oftentimes be better mm-hmm. yeah agreed and i i i wish you luck with no with, with whatever you do but um yeah i'm glad that you kind of recognize it as these feelings that you were given i agree i think that's that's a good way to put it um but yeah at the end of the day though if you do talk about how you feel uh, yeah, don't be an asshole. Not that the, <laughs> we don't know you, so we're not saying that you're an asshole. Don't worry. But um, that's something that uh, I've been in a position like that where I've told a friend who I've known for years. I told them how I felt about them. Uh, they did not reciprocate those feelings. Um, they were very kind about it, and my res- my reaction was to take some time. I told, I appreciated them, their honesty, whatever, um, and took some time. But within a month, we were back and actually had a little bit of a better relationship than before, mainly because I wasn't in the back of my mind the whole time. Whenever we'd hang out, think, oh, God, oh, God, should I tell her how I feel? Should I tell her how I feel? Um, eventually, I just did it. And then truly within a month, it was like, boom, back. I feel better now because I know... I know where she stands, so I don't have to sit here and like wonder and be like, oh, like, mm. will we, won't we? Um, because that wasn't fair to her because she can't just read my mind and know how I'm feeling. So once I finally told her, um, even though she didn't have the same feelings for me, I was better off and our friendship was better off because I was honest about those feelings. Yeah, that's so true. In my experience, it really made a big difference positively to be honest about those feelings uh, because then I was able also then work on that friendship as just a friendship, not wondering if it could be something more and then look elsewhere for a relationship. If I wanted to look or like be open to other opportunities, because I found myself before I told her, I found myself thinking, no, no, no. Like I can't have interest in anybody else because we might be together soon Mm. if I end up telling her. And it was like such a negative way to be. Um, So I was very glad that I told her, um, and I'm grateful to her and we're still very close friends and I'm grateful to her for responding the way she did. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, that's just my experience. So I, I highly recommend, uh, doing what you feel is right. But, um, basically if you do talk about your feelings, if, if you get, if you, if it's not reciprocated, deal with that, like a good human being, and don't blame your friend. Not that you would, but I think a lot of people still, though, would need to be told that because, I don't know, I know when I was a little shit back in high school, I was all about the friend zone. I was like, oh, I'm in the friend zone, blah, 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 blah. So I used to be like that. But um, So just don't be like that and you're good. That's how I see it. Agree. 
all about intentions. I have um, a little something to top us off. And I'm not going to lie, I'm like a little bit sad because Zandy and I are recording two episodes back to back. And this is the second one. And I'm just having a good time. Don't want it to end, you know. Um, but here we go. Uh, extraterrestrial ray is discovered. Oh, mm, nope. Start over. Sorry, I'm trying to untangle a string while I'm talking and it's really distracting. Okay. Extraterrestrial ray discovered is claimed by Savant. Vienna, December 19th. The Vienna Chemical and Physical Society was given a sensation Thursday by Professor V.F. Hess, who declared that as a result of his research in the field of cosmic ultra-radiation, he had discovered a particular radiation of tremendous penetrative force. He startled the society further with his assertion that this great force undoubtedly must be of extraterrestrial origin, since its intensity increases with distance from the Earth's surface. Professor Hess found this cosmic ultra-radiation to be ten times as penetrative as the strongest medium rays, piercing 80 inches of leaden plate with loss of only one-half their intensity. He believed the wavelength of these rays to be almost unbelievably short, probably one one-hundred millionth that of an ultraviolet and one one-thousandth that of radium rays. And I'm sorry that I said penetrative so many times. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say it again. Um, but no. Wow. What was it? He gave them a fright or a shock? This Hess fella? He found this, like, ray. If anyone understands this, I'd love to hear, like, an interpretation. This is so interesting. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think people. of what it could be. Because this article is from... 1930 yeah so i'm sure that you know he found something and maybe it was i don't know but i'm curious as to like what it, sometimes i read these articles where it's like a mystery and i'm like all right it's been long enough that they have to have figured it out you know yeah i'm curious if it's something now that we're like oh duh it's this and in nowadays we'd be like well of course every it's like sunlight. kid learns about this in high school <laughs> it's sunny <laughs> he discovered sunlight that's a big yeah. ball of strong <laughs> rays coming from the sky 1930s was when we finally realized it was there discovered the um, sun. it sounds about right um yeah i uh i'm curious about this because that's kind of cool that it was like this mind-blowing like discovery and the shocking thing and uh i wonder if nowadays it's something that we we're like oh yeah like cool he found it but uh we're way past also, that like, now proof of extraterrestrial life right like they're saying like oh the aliens are beaming this light at us yeah so that was curious. a weird <laughs> that was a weird takeaway for them i love how that's where they went with it talk about we talked about this a lot last week in last week's episode but the whole uh um thing of like journalism and how i don't know yeah they jump to conclusions their sources are really freaking bizarre out of nowhere and yeah, they're just like, yep, aliens, aliens. Cool. It. Like, could you imagine today if like they, there was this article and about some scientific discovery and New York Times was like, yep, look at this proof of aliens. That's well, it. Well, the like, other thing too is scientists back then would just mm -hmm. be like, 
hey, this is weird. Ghosts are real. Like, it was like yeah. a big jump, you know? Yeah, exactly. I love it, though. I love it. Well. I love it. I love all the alien talk today. I like having a theme like that. Hmm, maybe we should do more like that. Well, I, I like I like this. I feel very, I the structure and everything feels good. It feels good. And I like the aliens today. Thank you. Thank you for that. You brought some good alien stuff today. Meanwhile, I bring uh, activities in a um, park restroom. Dog park so, blowjobs. Dog park Denise, blowjobs. Right? Denise seeking park job blowjobs. Park job, park dog park blowjobs. Nope, not going to make that our title. Uh, we'll find we'll find something better than that. Probably alien related. Um, we'll see. Thanks for being here with us and spending your your time with us. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do that at Instagram. At Instagram, uh, we do not control the Instagram Instagram account. Uh, you can follow us at Human Seeking Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to send in your own honest ad for us to read or have any other things to send us. Uh, feel free to send us an email at humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. Oh, also, it's the end of the month, so there will be a bonus episode for August coming out soon. If you are not a paid subscriber, um, you can do that. There's a link in the show notes, and you will get to hear us do some fun stuff. You really, I feel like you really get to know get to know us in a very <laughs> intimate way if you're an, a paid subscriber because we get down to business. Personal. So personal, and yeah, it's it's we we have a little. I don't know. I don't know if because we. It's not that we limit ourselves on here, but it definitely feels a lot more casual and a lot more freeing. Uh, in well, our we have context, we have structure so. on here. It's very focused on the newspapers, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. do the newspaper articles and stuff. But I mean, our last one was us really just getting to know each other on a deeper level, which I think was also really fun. So if you enjoy the banter, like you got to sign up for the paid subscription, yeah. <laughs> if you like, chat. you're really good at your accents. I love it. Um, chat. We do actually. It's all in accents too. So perfect. Oh shit! I should. That would scare people away from doing it. Just kidding. That's not true. Um, yeah, check the show notes. Anchor. Or go to anchor.fm slash humanseekinghuman slash subscribe um, to subscribe. Uh, we look forward to talking to you then. And we look forward to uh, talking to you in our regular scheduled programming next week. See you later. Until then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, love it.